Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manasero. Old Dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is 17 Best Habits of Highly Successful Real Estate Investors. But before we get started, hey, I'd just like to touch base with everybody and see how you're doing out there. Yes, uh, we are wrapping up the year. Um, and uh, so I am, uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, if you missed previous episodes, that uh, uh, we will be uh, having our uh, last regular uh, show in the first part of January, and uh, then we're going to see what happens after that. We might have some special things that come in, or we haven't really uh, 100% decided yet, but I did commit to giving you guys some of the, the best stuff I can before the end of the year. So uh, today's topic is going to be 17 Best Habits of Highly Successful Real Estate Investors, and this is a show I put together uh, just a couple of years back that uh, really summarizes um, you know some of the great guests we've had on and some of the the people that have um, that have just been really amazing real estate investors and and pulled some of the the habits that these people have that uh, have really contributed to making them so successful. So uh, there's a kind of a lot here. 17 is, is a, a number of different areas. So I am going to kind of zip through it here. But uh, uh, I do really recommend that you uh, see the show notes because there will be a ton of links in there so that you can dig into any one of these uh, areas or these habits uh, uh, in more depth if you uh, if you want to. So anyway, let me go ahead and, and get started here. You know, I have uh, uh, just enjoyed real estate investing uh, quite a bit. It has taught me a lot uh, about uh, myself as well as just uh, just the incredible area that this is where you can literally generate wealth uh, in a short period of time. Just the average Joe where I throw myself, I'll tell you, uh, it has been wonderful for me. What, you know, one of the uh, one of the thrills I had, you know, looking for new properties and new markets and new states and so forth is I always we get really excited about brick buildings, and uh, there's something about a brick building that just it just shows it's solid and it's uh, yes, but especially some of the older buildings. I mean, they're just they're these things are like rocks, you know. They're, they're tornadoes come through and and these things just withstand everything, and uh, um, they're they're. They're just amazing, and uh, I, you know, I always got excited about uh, a brick building that I would have an opportunity to buy. Um, 
and uh, you know you see the foundation it's solid well developed for you know because you know the bricks all align properly especially when you have like craftsmen that created these things like sometimes even at the turn of the century um, you know with wood frame buildings uh, they can be strong too but you know you don't know if they're underlying problems uh, you could get root rot you could get termites you can get all kinds of things that can happen there um yeah, but uh, you know, the, I don't know. Again, with the brick, I, I just I find that it's uh, it's it's great because the fundamental structure is there. And in the same way with real estate investing, there are certain foundational principles that, when properly applied early on and throughout your investing activities, will significantly impact the success of your business. And I took a long time to put this show together and it's got a lot of good stuff in it and I've tried to update it as well as I've gone along um, but uh, you know I put together a list of 17 attributes I could have gone even more but um, these are habits that I think uh, gosh if you could zero in on these and, and perfect um, your ability to uh, to be a good investor that these would be the areas that I would focus in on most of all you know these are not only things that I discovered in in my investing activities but as I mentioned uh, you know from the guests that I've met uh, as well um, uh, these are some of the, the things that really stand out with these folks a number of these attributes I, I've discussed in previous episodes so you're going to hear some familiar things um, but in the interest of time, even though I will be zipping through this list, I will include the specific links and references to those previous episodes here if you want to dig deeper. Okay, so let's begin. Number one, know your why. And this is something I've talked about since the earliest on. You know, is real estate even for you? I mean, why are you doing it? And, that, and that's really key because as things get tough, and I've known a lot of people that started in real estate investing, even bought properties and just bailed out, you know, early on because uh, they just weren't ready for it. And they weren't maybe as motivated as somebody who really had a solid why, you know, that uh, this was for me, it was it was I had, and I talked about this in the past. I, you know, we. Um, were missionaries in Haiti, and um, I would see this as a great opportunity for me to continue helping the, those kids in, in Haiti that we, you know, poured so much of our lives into. But it's also, you know, for for my own family too. And uh, you know, that I mean, yeah, I, I when I first started, I didn't have a retirement, so I was concerned about cash flow and how I was going to be able to survive in my retirement years. And and I still have kids that uh, you know that aren't married uh, that. Uh, are going to have babies and and uh, you know they're getting their first homes and all these things and I want to be a part of that and be able to help them out and to be able to give my daughters uh, the wedding of their dreams and and so many other things that um, that motivated me on on that why so um, you know it, you may have um, your own reasons maybe you want to travel more maybe it's just the security uh, maybe you're concerned about uh, you, you're maybe heavily invested in the stock market and and have seen you know ridiculous uh, uh, downturns there and so uh, to be able to get anchored in real estate which is you know solid and it's based on something that's tangible you know that might just be the motivation for you but whatever that why is it's really critical and i'm emphasizing that one there because it's something that without a good why you're not likely to stay involved let me go on to number two treat your real estate investing like a business now this is really important it's a uh, 
yeah, you may just have one or two rentals, but if you don't treat it like a business, you're really not going to see the growth and, and see the returns that you would really hope to achieve if um, you if you think of it anything less than a business, you know, put together a business plan uh, that allow you to not only identify objectives, but also determine a viable course of action toward attaining your goal. A simple business plan will also allow you to see the big picture, which allows you to main fo- maintain your focus on the goals rather than minor setbacks. Um, keep in mind, because uh, you look at it as a business, it does not mean you have to have Uh, you know, the goal to become a major real estate mogul. I mean, it could just be to generate an additional couple thousand a month in in income. But uh, either way, without that mindset, uh, you know, at least I found on my own that um, I I could never have achieved what I'd had, uh, what I did achieve unless I had that business focus. And, uh, um, and that includes things in setting up your, your business, uh, getting LLCs, attorneys, and, and other partners to make that business viable. A third thing is, uh, you know, have a plan. I just mentioned that it doesn't have to be some 500 page document, but it has to sort of put the how behind your why. And how do you hope to achieve your goals? State your mission, vision, goals, and strategy. Outline your goals and how specifically you will achieve those goals. To write your plan, I always say begin with the end in mind. So if you want to have, like I I focused on, a thousand units in six years, how are you going to do that? So, you know, start with the the end result you hope to achieve and work backwards to, um, to look at how you're going to, to grow like that. Um, number four, stay focused, really important. And, and, and I speak from experience here because I really did catch that shiny object syndrome. I, I looked at uh, flipping, wholesaling, I mean, buy and hold, uh, uh, all kinds of different things that uh, I, before I finally landed on rental properties. So, um, you know, pick your niche, become an expert in it, um, and stay focused, okay? Once you learn that well, okay, it's not a problem to go ahead and start looking at diversifying into other types of strategies. But learn the one first and master that strategy first before you move on. Number five, always keep learning. This is key. Um, read books, uh, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube, attend seminars, webinars, talk with experts, network. Um, I think a great way to learn, at least that I found, is by teaching. You know, not only do I, you know, teach in this podcast to a certain degree, but I, you know, I've taught classes at the university level, and I, I always find that as a teacher, I, I need to know my stuff because my students are going to see through uh, me if if I don't know my stuff. So. It kind of forces you to really learn and understand um, things that you might not, you know, do on a more passive basis, like you know, just reading books or, or listening to podcasts. If when you're teaching somebody else, you you learn a lot more. And you could also become a mentor, even if it's just helping out somebody uh, in, a, in a real simple sense. That you don't have to be a, a master, you know, to be a mentor. You can help someone start with real fundamental stuff, and uh, that'll help strengthen your your knowledge. Um, also, um, number six, find a mentor. Uh, you know, it's it's good idea to go into it knowing what you want and why you want a mentor. Um, uh, define what 
what kind of a mentor would be ideal for you. Maybe it's somebody with 10 years of experience, um, um, somebody that, that has the time to listen to your questions and answer your questions th- uh, thoughtfully and, and in depth. Uh, not just you know tell me what to do, but uh, somebody that, that'll help me to explore what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Then you know go after that person after you kind of define what you're looking for then find them. And uh, sometimes it may be somebody in your in your community who is a successful real estate investor. It could be somebody here on one of my shows, um, or it could be uh, somebody that, you know, you've read their book or um, ask around, talk to other people and find out who their mentors are. You know, maybe it starts with a mastermind group um, where you might latch on to somebody that, hey, you really this you like the way this person thinks and you start uh, thinking, you know, maybe they would be my mentor. So, um, you know, that, that is that if you find a mentor, especially in this way, you know, don't just go there just to, you know, take everything from them, but offer them something too. offer them maybe a service or a skill or expertise. Um, maybe you know how to design websites or maybe, uh, you've got some tech skills or you've got, uh, you know, PR skills or social media skills or something like that that you could uh, share in exchange for uh, them helping you out. So um, if you can't find one, you know, that way you can always hire a coach and there's plenty of them out there. You can just listen to podcasts and, and most of those uh, folks that you might hear offer some sort of coaching. Just make sure you hire one that you will that uh, that you, you feel will really be able to help you and, and be available for you. Uh, number seven, strive to be a great communicator. Um, this is a uh, people business. You need to communicate with people um, on many different levels, whether it's a banker, uh, it's a tenant, uh, maybe it is um, a city official. I mean, it, all t- kinds of people you come in contact with. Um, referrals, um, generate a sizable portion of your real estate investing business. So it's critical that you communicate well and that you treat people with respect. This includes business partners, associates, clients, renters, and anyone with whom you have a business relationship. Effective real estate investors are good communicators who value and practice good customer service by paying attention to detail, listening well, and responding to complaints, concerns, Focus on being a master communicator with sellers, um, people that are selling, that uh, you you know you want to be able to get their their property at a good decent price. And uh, uh, you've also, if you're moving into other areas where you're using other people's money, you, you you're going to be able to communicate well with your investors and lenders, bankers, um, or your team. You know, evaluate your communication skills and abilities. Ask yourself and others what you can do to be a better communicator. Um, if you have a spouse or significant other, ask them how you know they think you could communicate better. Um, and uh, with my wife, I'm sure she'd give me at least a couple hours. Um, <laughs> just kidding. No, on that one. Anyway, just uh, again, strive to be a better communicator. Number eight, build a strong team. This is critical. It's not a solo uh, business uh by any means. Uh, this is a team business. And the better your team, the better your success. Um, a, a good attorney, starting with a good attorney that uh, you can work with from day one that can help you stay out of trouble and and stay focused on you know, observing the law. If you're in multiple states, you may need uh, an attorney or you should have an attorney in each state that you've invested in. 
Um, CPA, a good CPA, again, I would stress somebody who is an investor, who understands the needs of investors, uh, real estate investors particularly, um, property managers, mortgage brokers, lenders, broker agents, contractors, surround yourself with people that are much smarter than you and that can help you to fill the gaps. If you're in a regional market, of course, you know you do have to sometimes put together teams in each of those markets too. So there'll be some podcast episode links that I'm going to have in the show notes that uh, will help you to, to see what you need in each regional market. Number nine, delegate. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read Tim Ferriss's book, The 4-Hour Workweek, but uh, he talks a lot about how you can uh, accomplish so much more um, by delegating and offloading a lot of the tasks that really can drag you down and cut into your time. You want to use your time in the area where it will give you the biggest return. You're not sitting around necessarily doing bookkeeping or other tasks that can that can drag you away from what you want. To, yeah, you want to be able to know your finances and so forth. I'm not saying you don't touch that stuff, but you know, doing the day-to-day stuff, if you can offload that, that's great. Um, uh, also, you can find you know virtual assistants. A lot of people use virtual assistants very successfully, whether it's uh, in their marketing efforts and tracking down good deals, or whether it is uh, you know just operating your business. I we do a lot of social media um, with our podcast, and I use like Fiverr.com. You know, that charges like five dollars to do social media banners and and saves us a lot of time and effort and uh, we've been working with them for years that's just an example of some virtual assistance you can get at some point you know depending on your goals you might want to hire a part-time assistant or uh, people that are uh, going to grow with your organization if you want to you know grow a, you know a big organization that uh, will be handling thousands and thousands of units, for example. Um, it's a real, a real good idea to start that process early on. Number ten: network regularly and well. Real estate has always been and will always be about relationships. I've said this uh, time and time again. You know, they, people say location, location, location. Yeah, that's important, but. Without the relationships, 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 you know, those locations won't mean anything to you. So always make a point to meet new people and strengthen those relationships that you've you've made um, and to build on those relations. Don't forget about the people that are part of your network. Do things to, to remind them that you're there and what you're doing and uh, try to do what you can to help them and send them referrals. I mean, those are all key things that you should do is don't just go in there just to you know, take, 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 but go in there and, and make steady referrals on a regular basis. Um, I do this all the time with people, um, especially people on my show. I refer their books out to other people and, uh, you know, try to let them know that I'm working on their behalf to help them out and, um, and people reciprocate. So, um, that's a, that's a strong, strong, important element of uh, being a successful real estate investor. Uh, Number 11, always be on the hunt for great deals. Uh, Sometimes it's called creating a funnel or creating a deal, um, you know, a deal funnel. Um, Program um, your deal hunting activities 
activities into your day, your week, and your month so that you're always looking for new deals. Even if you seem overwhelmed with the deals that you have, um, you, you've got to keep looking because to find the really good ones, you will have to go through a number of not so great ones. So um, a lot of activities you could have going all the time, uh, things like direct mail, uh, schedule calls to brokers. Some people do you know, texting or emails um, on a regular basis. Basis, uh, you know, driving for dollars, social media, online research, um, yeah, you know, always looking or having people that work for you look for deals and, um, you know, the MLS or, or Realtor.com and so forth. Um, and then little things you can do to sort of, again, uh, when people do send you referrals, I think writing a handwritten thank you note can be very powerful. And uh, I, I've know some people that uh, really impressed me, uh, very busy people who have sent me handwritten thank you notes uh, for things that I, I just wouldn't even have thought of. And um, it, it, it you know, definitely sticks with somebody because you don't see it. Nobody writes anything anymore. So um, it's great to be able to, to do things like that. Uh, you know, get uh, get on your broker, wholesalers, other email lists, uh, make regular calls to other referral sources, um, uh, call your team and network. Uh, when you find a potential deal, um, underwrite deals on a regular basis, make offers often, you know, evaluate on a regular basis just to keep in practice, you know, try, try to look at, uh, as, you know, many deals or process as many deals as you can. Um, uh, number 12, become an expert in your market and mar- or markets. If you're in multiple markets, know your target city or cities, know the neighborhoods, where are the good, bad parts of town, what regions are transforming or maybe in, in the path of progress, uh, what areas of, of, of development are maybe going on and, and the city, you know, Talk to your city planners, find out what they're planning and where those areas of development are. Um, where are the areas with good schools? Uh, where are the big employers? What businesses are coming to town and how many jobs are they bringing? Uh, and, and, you know, plug yourself into what's going on. You know, I, it, sometimes it's tough when you're, especially when you're in multiple markets, to really become a master of those markets. But if you can't be a master of that market, you're not going to be as effective. So really dig into it and, and receive information about about things going on in that city, whether it's a local business journal or maybe getting on the Chamber of Commerce list or what have you. Number 13, know your numbers. I mean, this is a numbers business and it's not complicated numbers. It's just a lot of numbers and you need to be able to know your numbers and know what works and doesn't work. Um, there are a lot of numbers to know. For example, your market. You know, what are the unemployment numbers? What are the, what's the population growth? Uh, average income, uh, vacancies, uh, typical expenses, cost per units, cost per, per square foot um, on your property. You know, the the various ratios, uh, the ROI, cap rates, cash on cash, cash flow. There's a lot of numbers you need to know. And uh, when you're evaluating properties and you practice that all the time, then it becomes a lot easier to be able to decide, uh, you know, if this is a, a, a 
property worth pursuing, for example. So um, learn your ratios. We have a lot of shows where we talk about analyzing properties, cap rates, and what's a good ROI and things like that. Again, I'm going to have those links in the show notes. Uh, uh, Number 14, understand the risks. Okay. You're still, there are still risks involved, even though Real estate is amazing because it's backed by something that is solid, an actual um, asset, a tangible asset. Um, But there there are risks. And those choosing to invest in the stock market or futures market are inundated with myriad warnings regarding the inherent risk involved in investing. Uh, Numerous agencies, such as the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, require disclaimers to warn potential market participants about the possibility of loss of capital. While much of this is legalese, it has made it clear to people that investing the stock or futures market is risky, meaning, you know, one can lose a lot of money. You know, Greenhorn real estate investors can make some bad decisions too. Um, Just because you're investing in real estate doesn't mean you're always going to win. You need to look at your numbers again and and make sure you've got the fundamentals down. Uh, Prudent real estate investors understand the risk associated with the business, not only in terms of real estate deals, but also the legal implications as well as market fluctuations and, and adjust their businesses and their strategies accordingly. Um, number 15, develop systems. Uh, document everything you do as if you were, this is, I've told this to a lot of real estate people in the past and, and that are, are real estate students, and that is document everything you do as if you were going to one day franchise that business. And uh, yeah, I know it sounds funny if you are only got a couple of rental properties, but if you can document things, it also helps you in, in a lot of aspects. Um, I would even recommend creating a policy manual. What are your policies towards eviction, um, towards, uh, you know, tenants uh, that, you know, maybe have uh, threatened other tenants or whatever it may be, you know, come up with your policies and procedures for your business. Uh, spell out your policies, um, like, Tenant screening, evictions, property evaluations, and purchases criteria. Um, what kind of properties are you looking for? You know, are you are you going to invest in you know D, C, B, A's, or are you going to do just A's and B's? Are you going to do just B's? Uh, you know, what class of properties you're looking for, and what types of buildings, and what kind types of neighborhoods. Uh, look for efficient ways to do regular tasks. Look for ways to save time. And this allows you to delegate more. The more you have outlined, the more you can take chunks of the processes that you work with every day and you can offload it to others, freeing you up to be in the areas where you are most effective. Again, it's review, refine, move smarter, repeat, review, refine, move smarter, and you, you, you know, constantly improving your systems. Uh, number 16, have a positive outlook. You know, this is, um, it's, it's a great business to be in, but you know, a lot of people can fall into that kind of negative Nancy <laughs> mode, you know, too, where, oh yeah, this, this tenant did this or whatever. And they're, you know, they're majoring in the minors and, and you've got to, you know, no one wants to be around someone who's always grumbles and complains, blames, or shames. Um, you will have challenges. You know, we encounter it every day. You have great days and you'll have horrible days. You will make some little mistakes and you'll make some huge ones. Um, regardless, do not go down that 
that negative rabbit hole that leads nowhere and only results in discouragement, a horrible disposition, and hopelessness. Face and embrace each challenge as an opportunity that you can learn from and become better. Keep your eyes fixed on the prize. Look at your end goal, not the steps and slip-ups along the way. You will reach your goal if you are persistent, dedicated, and don't get caught up in the slime along the way. I I welcome um, problems, unfortunately, and mistakes that I make because I learn from them. And that means I'll be that much more effective on the next thing I do. So um, let's move on to the last one here, number 17. uh, Maintain high ethical standards. This is a really important one. People see through people who take shortcuts, you know, that aren't legal, that do things that they shouldn't do. Realtors, for example, are bound to act according to a specific code of ethics and standards of practice policy. And real estate agents are held to each state's real estate commission rules and standards. Now, real estate investors, we don't have that necessarily, um, uh, unless maybe they're associated with a membership-based organization. But you know, usually for the most part, we're, we're we we don't have a you know we have to be licensed uh, for the degrees of ethics in our business practices and so on. So even though it would be easy to take advantage of this situation, most successful real estate investors, they don't. They don't want to stray. They want to be able to have a, a reputation that will be something that will that will be above standard, and um, and and I think it's important that again with relationships that people know that you're somebody they can trust, especially if as you start getting into. Um, relying upon other people's money and investors, whether it's a banker or just a private investor. You know, those who remain in the business for the long haul usually maintain high ethical standards since real estate investing involves actively working with people and investors' reputation is likely to be far-reaching. In the case of an investor lacking in ethics, the consequences can be damaging and, and maybe put you out of the business. Effective real estate investors know it is better to conduct fair business rather than seeing what they can get away with. This is key to me. Being dishonest, disreputable, anything but completely transparent is not an option for me. Because to me, I'm accountable to my wife, my family, my kids, my employees, the people I buy from, the people I sell to, the people I borrow from, the people I landlord to, and ultimately I'm accountable to God. Always, always, always be above reproach. Communicate everything clearly and accurately. Disclose everything regularly and be transparent. Well, well that, uh, sorry, I'm rushing through it. It went a little bit longer than my typical Fun Fact Friday, but uh, I think these are all things that are really important here. There's 17 sort of tips or habits that can help make you a better real estate investor. Each of these items should seriously help you for the short and long term to become a successful real estate investor. And as a little bonus here, uh, if you go to the show notes, I have an infographic, a little thing you can print out and maybe post it on your wall or your bulletin board or in your your strategic plan or whatever you want to have it uh, with these 17 items on the list so that you can uh, keep focused on on doing the right things and uh, and doing them well. 
Well, that's it for now. Uh, Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today can be outlined. And there's a lot of links here. So just so you know um, that you can dig deeper into each of these areas and and really become um, the person who has all the attributes of of an excellent, successful real estate investor. Everything presented here, including the links, can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. You're going to look for the episode entitled 17 Best Habits of Highly Successful Real Estate Investors. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.